Everybody's gonna pay. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the next episode of the Free Money Podcast. Uh, it has been quite a uh, uh, exciting day here as we've tried to get the Free Money Podcast going. I forgot my computer in Louisville, so this is being recorded on Drew's computer. Jay and Lyndon is on vacation, and Drew. So if this isn't good, you would blame at Drew Franklin KSR. Well, I'm the one person where I always am with my usual equipment, so I would argue I'd be the last person to blame, but uh, I think we'll get through it just fine, and there will be no, no blame to be passed out. That is a good point. Like, that, that would be a classic thing. I screwed up. Jay is on vacation, but we'll just blame Drew, who's in the exact same spot where he's always been. I'll take it. I'll deserve whatever, whatever I can get after the performance I've put on the last two weeks. You've been really terrible at this for a number of weeks. Um, so I, I, why do you think that is? I mean, like, you and I bet in some form in the last six years, either done free money or talked about it. And I'd say pretty consistently we both are above 50%, but you've been most of the time better than me. And this year you're just awful. Uh, I kind of blame myself, lack of commitment to the game. I used to read a lot of nonsense and keep up with a lot more than I, than I do. I still follow it closely, but I used to listen to a lot of podcasts and, you know. Is it, let's be honest, you're married and like now you have to like, uh, you know, garden and those things. <laughs> I have to garden. And part of it is just, it's just mayhem this year. I don't think, I think everyone is just getting, it's just pure luck at this point. We're all guessing. But, I'm getting killed. I'm doing well. And Jay and Lyndon hasn't done well, but he did great last week. I mean, Jay, I mean, you and I are not having these problems that, that Drew's having. Because we're not doing puzzles. <laughs> Well, I get a lot of I get a lot of puzzle beef. I think I've only done one puzzle in my life. That one day I did a puzzle, and I still hear about puzzles. Well, you're a puzzle guy. What do you want? Uh, you know, th by the time you cut this comes out, we might have a new pre we might have a president winner. We don't know yet. Um, I do want to talk for a second about the gambling part of it because. Uh, Jay, I don't know. Did you follow it all the gambling part on Tuesday night during the presidential stuff? I actually read an article today that did the, it had the time from start to like how the, it, it changed the whole way. It was kind of crazy. Well, so all right. So one of the ideas of sports, especially football betting, is that you know Vegas and and gamblers are smart, so the market is efficient. So it's hard to beat the market. I mean, generally speaking, you know, winning money at sports gambling long-term is hard. But I watched the political market throughout Tuesday night. And here's what I've learned. It's not smart. Like, it is not based on – like, in the, like when you do a basketball or football game, the odds and, and, and the, the money line and all that stuff follows reasonable things. But, Drew, I was watching Tuesday night – and the things that were making the political market, who's going to win Biden or Trump, go up and down, were not good information. So, for instance, Michigan and Wisconsin are the two that were the most interesting to me. The first set of votes came in big for Trump, but everybody knew that was going to happen because Election Day, Republicans vote more often and Democrats vote by mail. 
And Trump was all of a sudden like minus 500 in Michigan and you could get Biden for plus 340, even though everyone on television was going, we still have to wait because the mail-in ballots, blah, blah, blah. If you were really on top of it, Drew, there was a lot of money to be made. Yeah, sadly, I fell asleep, but I had friends get Biden at plus 300, but it was already looking like he was doing pretty well. And I mean, plus 300 odds, that's a crazy underdog. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, yes. that's that's like, uh, this person doesn't really have a chance. It didn't accomplish anything. But I mean, plus 300 is great. I missed out on it. But the way, the way it swung, like, as you were saying, just wasn't really adding up. It was almost it, like it they was, just had a computer. It could just been some kind of system algorithm. I think it had to be computer generated. And the thing is, you know, this year in politics was different because of this mail-in vote thing. We've never had that before. Like normally, I'm sure if like 40% of the vote's in and, and Trump's up by 300,000, then he's going to win because a sample size of 40% is a pretty good sample. But the mail-in ballot thing threw it off. And it looked to me, like you said, Drew, that the markets were set for a different thing. And I just felt like, I had a guy, there's a dude who's been writing me for two months, writing me about electoral gambling, and he has made a fortune. He has made an absolute fortune because what he would do is he would like see, like for instance, Florida. He bet, he bet Donald Trump, Donald Trump was like a plus 150 in Florida a week ago, and he was looking at the early returns and saw how many Republicans were voting, and he was like, dude, Trump's going to win Florida. Why am I getting good odds? And he bet a lot, and then he won. Yeah, I just wish I had the foresight to realize all this before election night and make money on it instead of looking backwards at the missed opportunity. Yeah, well, I, I made a little, but what I'm really happy is if Biden wins my 14 to 1 bet from back in March. All right, so Jay, you did really well this week. Uh, we we won our TCU uh, parlay, which went really well. So uh, let's get started with this one. What do you got first? Well, and to finish up, last week you were 10 and 10. Drew was 8 and 12. I was 12, 12 and 7, but I was 8 and 3 on college last week. And we hit our – not, did you not do a game we did? Yeah, you remember I never picked Kentucky. Oh, I got it. And then we hit our Darshak. I hit my Jane Lennon strip tease and our Goggletastic pick hit as well. So we I take we some positives. The Darshak pick, not only did we win, we won easy. So I am looking to add another Darshak pick this week. Darshak is clearly a good pick. So if the three of us agree and feel strongly about it, we may uh, Darshak another pick this week as the – we'll make that our sort of solid, solid pick, the Darshak. All right, Jay. Uh, Jay's going to give us Phil Steele's locks first. So uh, what does Phil have as his pick of the week? So we got this week the return of the Mac, the return of the pack. The pack 12 is back, and that's where Phil has his four-star lock of the week. Arizona State. At USC, USC is a 10-and-a-half-point favorite. Do you, do you want me to so, tell you what Phil did, or do you want me to wait? Don't tell me what Phil's done yet. I, all right, so I would say, if I'm guessing, I am guessing that he would uh, that he would have Arizona State here because some people think Herm Edwards' squad is better than people think. Some guys on USC have COVID, I think I saw. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know anything about these teams, including I'm amazed I knew that Herm Edwards was the coach. I can't believe the Pac-12 is starting now. It seems like what a weird time to start. 
But uh, I'm going to take Arizona State, but, Drew, I'm not Darshacking this one because I have no idea. Well, we might have to Darshack it because I'm also taking Arizona State. I saw this game is starting at 9 a.m. USC time. It's the earliest game ever in USC's football history. Is that – they're starting at 9 a.m.? Yeah, so that alone, I already want the underdog. I don't even need to know the teams. Or the... <laughs> That's also Arizona State time, too. I'm I mean... just saying an underdog – a favorite might not come out as, as, as hot. I think both teams could come out slow, which is why I would like an underdog there to begin with. But I also – I know a little bit about Arizona State, a little more than you. Uh, Herm Edwards, yes, is the coach. And they have a quarterback who is good, whose name I don't know but he is a good quarterback. So we can add our uh, Arizona State knowledge. We have Herm Edwards and good quarterback. I think his name is Daniels. But I think they cover Arizona State. Arizona State, okay. Uh, why, I don't understand why they're playing at 9 a.m. That's way too early in the morning. Also, um, another aspect is like California got a much later start practicing, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So I think Arizona State and the other Pac-12 schools outside of California have a head start on all the California schools. That's a good, more good info. Uh, Jay, what do you got? Speaking of times, the good, the good thing is here for all the degenerate gamblers, you get the Washington State-Oregon State game 1030 Saturday. You know, you remember that game when you're, you're down and you can throw – always take the over in that game. The 1030 Pac-12 game, always take the over. And it feels like Washington State has played in that game every week for the last six years. So it feels like they're often in that. So what uh, what do you have? What does Phil have? Well, I like this, that I'm the one revealing Phil instead of you. I also like Arizona State here, and Drew is right. They have a good passing game. We, the three of us, are going totally against our boy because wow. he has USC by 20. Oh. What? <laughs> you, can't, you can't win by 20 against Herm Edwards? And, and Daniels, the quarterback, who's, I think – well, I'll tell you what, since he's out, we're going to call this one a feel this. That's right. The <laughs> feel, feel this, the fe- No, we're not doing that. The feel this pick this week. Eat it, Steel. We're taking Arizona State. Feel this. I really <laughs> thought he would have been on Arizona State there. I'm, with you. I'm surprised. I'm surprised, too. All right, what do you got? What's next? Well, it would be Phil, Phil's luck. I, I, I say feel like you now. Um, it would be his luck that his three-star pick is canceled this week. Tulsa Navy, that game got canceled. So we'll move to his two-star pick. His two-star pick was Michigan State at Iowa. Iowa is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Michigan State at Iowa. Well, I, okay, so first of all, Michigan State, who the hell knows, right? I mean, they lost to Rutgers, and then they beat Michigan. Rutgers comes out and destroyed by Indiana. So, I mean, who knows? Uh, Michigan State is – I was six and a half. Is that what you said? Games at Iowa. I feel like, you know, presidential race is over. That's really all they care about in Iowa. It's like all they do is caucus and eat corn. So, I feel like they're going to be focused now. They don't have to worry about that. I'm going to say Iowa covers. Uh, well, you know what? Never mind. We might still be counting votes. Michigan State covers. Uh, I was, what, 0-2? I think they're very desperate for a win here. You can't go 0-3, and then you throw the season away. But I think I like Michigan State. I think that first week um, against Rutgers, they were bad. It's new staff, new team. They have, like, all new players, new, new everything, really. 
So I, I'm going to give them a pass in that first game, and I think they're the real deal. So I'm going to take Michigan State covering and maybe even winning at Iowa. This sounds crazy, but Michigan State through two weeks has the best passing offense in the Big Ten, which is surprising. Um, I mean, is the Big Ten, though. Like, I mean, <laughs> come on. I am going – I think what Drew said is true, that I was desperate to win here, and I'm actually going to bet this this week, and I'm actually going to bet on Iowa. All right, there you go. So you're going Iowa, we got two Michigan States. All right, um, uh, by the way, I also was going to note, I've been waiting for just like six months to be able to send my tweet when uh, Joe Biden is named president. He was just Biden his time. Drew, I've been waiting for that because it was a pun I came up with back in March. And I've told Rachel that when he wins, I'm going to say he was just biding his time. So I'm going to get a lot of joy out of that when I put it out. Plus, the picture of Ryan, my, my, my tweet where I say, welcome, Mr. President, is going to be the one with Ryan breathing down his neck. Which one? Are they going to be together in one tweet? No, they need to be separate. I don't think he was biding his time to have Ryan breathe on him. All right. Well, everyone listening, be sure to retweet. Yes. All right. Next. All right, we're going to get into the SEC schedule. Uh, we've got Tennessee coming off their bye at Arkansas. Tennessee is favored by two. Well, I'm going to be at this game. And as such, I feel like I'm going to have, I'm going to have intimate knowledge of it. Um, I want to be into it, though. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to go and I'm going to be up there doing the things you do in Fayetteville, then I want to be cheering. I bought two Arkansas sweatshirts drew one for me and one for hubby um I bought different ones so we wouldn't match I thought that would be I was gonna ask next (laughs) I thought that would be kind of lame if he had showed up in the same sweatshirt hey guys you ready to go to Arkansas we bought our sweatshirt um so I'm gonna take Arkansas more because I want to have fun when I'm there and not think about my bet so I'm going to Arkansas I'm also going Arkansas, but I'm doing it because I think this is the end of Jeremy Pruitt. Tennessee's already frustrated with him, frustrated with everything Vols football right now. Losing to Arkansas will be the final straw, and we'll get to do a whole other coaching search just a couple of years after the last one. I'm going to take Tennessee here. Sorry, guys. I I think they have to win this. I think Arkansas's played a little above their head uh, so far. And I think Tennessee is desperate for a win. You know, Jay, if you had asked nicely, I would have bought you an Arkansas sweatshirt too. <laughs> Could have had one. Maybe but next time. Now that you're the not- idea of you all showing up matching together. <laughs> Maybe you have like cameras around your neck and, and the same. The same well, I'm party. already with you. I'm already worried. There's a part of me that's worried. I'm worried Bobby and his friends are going to be too cool for me and hubby. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. You know me and hubby. Like, we're not cool. And, and Bobby, like, I, I'm on a group text with Bobby and his three buddies. And, like, uh, they're like, yeah, can't wait to rip some beers. And like, I'm like, man, I got a new sweatshirt. You know, I don't know. Just let drunk hubby be free and everything will be fine. Just- I told hubby, if things get tense, just rub your belly. Because who can get mad when hubby rubs his belly? Nobody. Let that butterfly fly on the Bobby Bones plane. The Bobby Bones plane. Who's next? We've got uh, number seven, Texas A&M at South Carolina. I didn't know this until I researched this, that 
that's actually their divisional rival game that uh, Texas A&M and South Carolina is the divisional rival. Um, the game is at South Carolina. Texas A&M is a 10-point favorite. I actually did know that because they moved. I think when Texas A&M and Missouri joined, they made Arkansas and Missouri the Battle of the Ozarks or whatever. And then th that just left. I mean, same like with us with Mississippi State. Why do we have a rival with Mississippi State? Just hatred of Starkville. I mean, there's no um, – Ten points. See, the thing is, I think A and M. This is one of this is one of only like games left on their schedule that they really could lose, and yet they're still a ten point favorite. It's on the road, though. I think South Carolina. I think South Carolina covers. I don't know if they win, but I feel like this will be a game at the end. So I'm taking South Carolina. Uh, I'm going to take A and M. I think they're for real. Everybody still thinks back to that first Vandy game where they looked horrible. You throw that out and they have one loss, it's to Alabama. Every other game they've looked great. So is Kellen Mond, the quarterback. Uh, I don't think South Carolina's even won against A&M. I know they're this rivalry, but I think it's 7-0 for A&M. I think they do it again. I think they went here. Last year was a blowout. The year before that, I believe, was a blowout. I'm going A&M to cover the 10 at South Carolina. Everything you just said does not make me feel any more confident about my pick. I wish I would let you go first. Go ahead, Jay. Actually, going with you, Matt. I, I think Texas A&M wins. I don't think this is going to be a, a real high-scoring game. The over/under is 58 and a half. I might be inclined to go under there, but I'm going to take South Carolina to cover here. All right, uh, I like it. I, I feel like Jay. You know what's weird is we've been doing this for a number of years, but somehow when Jay says something, I feel like it's better than when you I say it. I don't really know what it is. Maybe it's because he's got that new tan. Where are you right now, by the way? You're at the beach. Like what town? I'm in Madera Beach which is uh, about 50, 40 minutes from Tampa. What's, what's the local food there? You got, what's your restaurant? Shout out for Madera Beach. Conch Republic. That's where we're going tonight, actually. Dude, I mean, everything's conch in these places. When you go to the beach with Jay, it's like Lord of the Flies. Piggy and his conch, and all you do is just sit there and eat it up. That's a literary reference for all you kids out there. Go ahead. What's next? <laughs> the big SEC game, a same jest. Vandy at Mississippi State. Oh, I've nice. actually I've actually already bet this game. Um, Devonta Smith had more yards. Devonta Smith at Alabama had more yards than the entire Mississippi State team last week. Um, and we saw Colin Hill, the running back for Mississippi State, opted out for the NFL draft. Matt, I was actually going to ask you this: Do you? fear that that's going to happen with some of these teams that get out of it. Yeah, I do. star player bails because in – I don't know if they're star – I think they'll do it. But that's a unique situation there. It seems like half the team hates Mike Leach. And uh, so I think that's a unique – but I do think that will happen in the last week or two uh, of the season. I think you're going to see a lot of guys not playing the bowl games. I mean, I think the bowl games will have lots of empty seats in them. Um, what's the line? Mississippi State's like a huge favorite, aren't they? 19. That's crazy to me. Like, based on what? I mean, to me, if I'd, I'd seen that line. Otherwise, I would have said, oh, Mississippi State by five or six. I would have never thought 19. So, I, give me Vandy. I, mean, I don't think Vandy – I think Mississippi State wins, but 19? Yeah, both teams have lost four in a row. Um but Mississippi State differences. Mississippi State had high expectations, and they seem to just be quitting on Mike Leach. I'm going with Vandy here too. I mean, these are just two bad teams. So if I'm going to get 19 points, I will gladly take them from you. Also, 
uh, Derek, I don't know how many years they were there, but Derek Mason was at Stanford coaching against Mike Leach. So that offense isn't anything new to him. He was a coordinator against him. So he'll be ready. So. I can't get over 19. That's one of the most surprising lines that I've ever seen. I would assume, Jay, that you're taking Vandy too. I have already bet on Vandy. So, Matt, what are you going to call this? We all three agreed on this one. What are we calling this one? Um, the Vandy easy as candy pick. I like that one. Uh, this Because I can't make it my Darshak lock. I can't make Vandy ever a lock. But I do think it's as easy as candy. So, Vandy easy as candy. We all take Vandy. Like my shoes, Drew? I like those. Or, or the Ducks colors. Oregon Ducks, uh, Jordan, what, five. Go ahead. I'm a, th that's going to be my bet of the week, Vandy. Uh, the big Are you making number, bet? You're going to trust Vandy uh, as a week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. For this, 19 is too many points. All right. So, the big SEC game this week, number 10, Florida, goes to number five, Georgia. Georgia right now is a three-point favorite. Georgia's defense – has only allowed, if you take out the Alabama game, they've only allowed six points in the second half this year. For the whole year, they've only allowed six points. Um, I talked about this last week. Dan Mullen is crazy. He is the Tom Crean of football. He's nuts. Who do you like here? That's than Tom Crean, hasn't he? What was that? He's had more success than Tom Crean. Sure. But he's equally he's crazy. crazy. So what his wife kisses players, he's nuts. It's nuts. That is weird. So he let me get this straight. Like he um he had some like what this game is not in Jacksonville, right? This is on a home field, isn't it? Or is it in Jacksonville? Uh I assumed Jacksonville, but I didn't know it there was Oh well, maybe it is. I they were I, I thought that it got moved. It could have. I'll look real quick. Well, anyway, I mean, when it's in Jacksonville, the home field doesn't really matter. This is a tough call. I mean, you know, I I can see any result. Georgia kind of has owned Florida for a while. I feel like Florida's good. I like the points, but I, I think I'm going to have to take Georgia. I just think they're better. And I think uh, in the end, I'm going to take Georgia. But I, th th this for me, I, have, I could go either way on this, but I'll take Georgia. Uh, it is in Jacksonville, by the way. Um, I'm also taking Florida because Kyle Trask. I said Georgia. Uh, you said Georgia? Yes. Sorry. I'm taking Florida going against you because okay. Kyle Trask has 18 touchdowns and three interceptions, which is better than Joe Burrow's 17 touchdowns and three interceptions at this time last year. Trask is better than Burrow. Georgia wins. I mean, uh, Florida wins. I tried to get excited, and I get the teams backwards. Florida wins, covers, ball game. I, mean, uh, I thought – who, who's Arkansas's quarterback? Felipe Franks. Yeah, Franks. Okay. Not different. Okay, for some reason, gotcha. All right, what do you got, Jay? I'm going with Georgia. I just think their defense is good. You know, Florida's defense is not great, so I think Georgia will score. I think they'll score more than Florida will, so I'm going I'm to take Georgia there. All right, there we go. Uh, what do you got next? We're going to go to a top 25 matchup, number 13 Michigan at Indiana. Somehow Michigan's still 13, which is kind of crazy. 
Uh, Michigan is a three-point favorite. The state of Indiana right now, Big Five football is 10-0. When's the last time that, that's ever happened? Purdue, Probably Indiana, Notre Dame are all undefeated. I, got, I love Michigan here, by the way, because Indiana has already uh, blown their wad. I can't believe I just said that phrase on the radio show. Why did I say that? That's not even a phrase I use. You know? You just did. That's really weird. But they have. Must, must be these shoes. They just have me talking saucy. But uh, this is what I do. Week two and three, it's week three of the Big Ten. Everybody overreacts. Michigan 2-0, and or excuse me, Indiana 2-0. Michigan coming off the loss to Indiana. Everybody's going to overreact. That's what happens. And because they're overreacting, they're not going to pick uh, the way they should. Michigan covers, and I think Michigan wins by 10. I'm siding with you. Big overreaction game. Uh, I don't love Harbaugh, but he's good enough to bounce back from last week and to beat Indiana, which, you know, 2-0 is impressive, but it's we're learning those aren't the best teams they beat. So uh, I think Michigan wins big here. Pat, I'm big Michigan here. So is this the Darshak? That's right. This will be our Darshak, uh, Meshak, and Abednego play. Uh, we can call no, it Darball. Shadrach, Darshak, and Abednego. But we'll call it our Darshak play. Michigan, uh, I like Michigan big here. So hail to the victors and uh, take the Wolverines. Jim Harbaugh, by the way, this is my other prediction, will be coaching somewhere else next year, either in the pros or in college. I bet you he will not be at Michigan. Let's go to the big matchup of the weekend. Clemson, is it Notre Dame? Number one, Clemson versus number four, Notre Dame. Notre Dame rolls in with the longest win streak in the country. Uh, Clemson's running back, Travis Etienne, just became the ACC's all-time rushing leader. Right now, Clemson is a five-point favorite. First of all, I knew that because I announced it when he, we had to break into a commercial on ESPN Radio to announce that Travis Etienne uh, had broken that record, and I wasn't 100% certain how to pronounce his name. And so I was right before we went on to, I said Etienne, and they all laughed at me like, how do you not know how to pronounce his name? And I did not. Um, is Trevor Lawrence playing? No. I'll still take Clemson. Uh, Notre Dame sucks, and Clemson is good. That's my analysis. Clemson uh, covers and wins relatively easily. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. To, to beat Clemson, even without Trevor Lawrence, you have to play perfect football and get some breaks, which Boston College did last week and still lost. Clemson came back and righted the ship. I just think Notre Dame's undefeated record is kind of fraud. Their, their wins have not been that impressive. Uh, Clemson covers here. You know, I think what's rough about this is think how big this game would be if there were fans in the stadium. You know, how different that would be. Um, I've been to a game in Notre Dame, and it's, it's a cool place um, to go. I, I'm going to go with Notre Dame here. And I, just because with Trevor Lawrence out, Clemson looked vulnerable. I mean, they they um, overcame, I think, the second largest halftime deficit ever by, um, you know, last week. So, I'm going to go with Notre Dame here. Hey, are you Catholic? I am Catholic. 
Yeah, I knew that. The way Catholics talk about Notre Dame, like they talk about it like like they're going like they're Muslim going to Mecca. Like they like no like no one on earth feels the way about Notre Dame like Catholics do. So when he started saying like it's a special place and like my heart it pitter patters when I go there and I feel like I I was like the, he, I could just tell Tony Vanetti's the same way. You get Tony Vanetti talking about there are two things that just he will go crazy about one are Friday night fish fries and the other is Notre Dame football. Like he gets so excited about both of them. So, and I had no idea, Jay, what, whether you were Catholic, but I could tell in the way you talked about Notre Dame that you were Catholic. Hey, shout out to St. Albert, the great fish fry that I worked at last year. See, I told you, I told you. All right. The next game we're going to look at, we're going to go to where Matt went to law school. North Carolina is at Duke this weekend. Nice. North Carolina is an 11-and-a-half-point favorite. I've been to this matchup before. You throw the records out when the, when the heels and the devils get on the gridiron. There's just a lot of animosity. There's a lot of dorkdom. Uh, Duke is bad this year. And, you know, the last few years they've been better. Like, the last few years they've actually been a much better team than you probably would think. They're not this year. North Carolina lost again. They're not going to lose to Duke. They're going to take it out on Duke. I'm saying North Carolina by 1,000. I like North Carolina here, too. I saw Duke has uh, 23 turnovers, the most in college football. When you're giving up the ball like that, you're not going to win many games. And I think North Carolina goes and gets a few more turnovers from them and covers that spread. I love this game. I'm betting on this game. I love North Carolina here. Duke's terrible. Um, I think North Carolina is going to come out and kill them. I agree. If, if we hadn't already made this the Darshak pick, I would make it. So uh, we'll just make it the heel yeah uh, pick of the week. Heel yeah, bet on the Tar Heels. All right, this, 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 this you know, next game. You, lo you love the puns, don't you? That Drew likes, that's the thing. For, Jay, for people who can't see this on video, when I make puns, Jay doesn't even smile. Like, Jay just has a look like, I am infuriated by this. I don't know why I got off my vacation. I'm going to a conch store tonight. And, like, Drew at least laughs, and it makes me happy. But it's clear the puns anger Jay. I really like that one because it sounds like your country saying, hell yeah, but you're saying, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Go okay. <laughs> See, even right now, he can't even laugh now. Like, he can't even laugh at this. If nothing You're else, Jay, you should laugh that he's just sitting on his floor next to his bed looking at us. <laughs> You're all being sons of beaches. I'm at the beach. <laughs> oh, sons of beaches. Nice. This is my wife, my wife actually came up with that. Nice. I am sitting on the floor. This does look ridiculous. I'm sitting on the floor cross-legged because my phone's about to die. All right, go ahead. I, this one stuck out to me as really interesting. And I, I, to be honest, I didn't realize these two teams were playing. Liberty is at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Big game for Hugh Freeze. That's right. Uh, first of all, it's clear that once Liberty got rid of Jerry Falwell Jr., things have been better. I saw that the city of Lynchburg voted for a Democrat for the first time since 1944. I think uh, my guess is, like, drinking and sex is up at Liberty over the last few months. And football is up, too. They've been good this year. They went and beat Syracuse. I think they're ranked in the top 25. I don't think they're going to win, but 
once you free a man, free a college from a man who sits and watches people have sex with his wife, allegedly, then I, uh, th then I think all of a sudden things get better. So something I would have never done pre Jerry Falwell Jr. leaving, I will do post him leaving. I'm taking Liberty to cover. Uh, I love Liberty. It's pretty amazing what they're doing there. I think their quarterback is, is among the top rushers in the country. They're pretty much an FCS roster that went up to FBS and is just handling everyone they play. You're not allowed to drink or have sex. And then all of a sudden you got to. Don't you think the football team would be better? <laughs> or distracted. It depends how you want to look at it. But I just think Virginia Tech's a little bit uh, too much for them. They've gotten to this point. It's been exciting to watch them beat Syracuse. That was their Power 5 win. But I think they're about to find some real football this weekend, and I got Virginia Tech covering. Oh, wow. Okay, fine. Do we ever have a rating for the podcast? Because this is going to be our PG-13 because of all Matt's sex references today. Um, I'm going with – This is not how I normally am. I don't know. Maybe it's – It must be because you're sitting next to your bed. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here today, but nevertheless. Uh, <laughs> it looks like – are you going to take a picture of <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> All right, go. what do you got, Jay? I, I'm going to take Liberty here. Uh, I think Virginia Tech wins, but 14 and a half is a lot, and I think Liberty's shown they can put up points. So we will move on to our last college game, West Virginia, Texas. We'll go back to our guy, Neil Brown. Um, Texas is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. And this is a tough one for me. This is two of my favorite people going at it, Neil Brown and UT Big Hair, who came on the show today. Uh, Neil Brown's looked good the last couple of weeks. Their defense, Neil Brown's thought of an offensive guy. Their defense is what's been good. Again, Texas for me, it's like the Falcons. Whatever I want to do, do the opposite. My inclination here would be probably to take West Virginia to cover, but I'll do the opposite, and I'll say Texas covers at home. Uh, UT Big Hair for the win. I think everyone listening knows my thoughts on Texas. I won't waste anyone's time. Uh, Neil Brown covers. I do think Neil Brown has them really looking good. Uh, quick turnaround for him, and I think they're going to be on the right track for a long time with Neil Brown there. I think I'm going to go with Texas here. Texas has won me some money this year, and I'm going to, I'm going to keep rolling with them. Can I show you guys something? You want to see this thing painting I, I bought? It's not a paint. It's a like a – uh, I bought this at the Artisan Center in uh, Knott County. Look at that. Isn't that neat? It's a nice painting. It's not a painting. It's like a sculpture, but it's Kentucky yeah. with all the things that it has. Like here's coal and bluegrass, and there's a fiddle and uh, the whatever that is, and a horse and bourbon. Yeah. Uh, during our break, I was showing off. I went through my – I'm going through my trading cards, and I found a, a Dick Vitale trading card that uh, – <laughs> I'm going to carry it with me and hopefully get signed one day. It's a very proud possession. That is very nice. Jay, you, again, you didn't seem impressed with my, my sculpture. I paid money for this, and I was hoping you'd go, hey, Matt, that was a good pay. That was a good thing to buy because it looks nice. It does look nice, but I did want to laugh that, you know, through all the things listening to the show over the years, that it's laying on the floor. Like, it's true. <laughs> it is. It's on the floor. I can see it's it. It's laying on the floor. It's leaning against the wall <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, you see, here's the thing. When you, what you hear from me is the truth. 
one thing you know, Jay, I'll tell you what it is. When I say the paintings are on the floor, they're on the floor. It's on the floor. <laughs> All right. It's not like a museum so, for cats. Just walk around. That's exactly right. They're face level with everything. All right, I'll tell you what you need to be face level for, and that's my bookie. If you're sitting there at home and you're like, I hear all these great picks. I'd love to have made money on the picks of the presidential election. I'd love to have Jay's affinity for Texas. I'd love to play the Darshak play of the week. How about you go to mybookie.com? The promo code is free money. That's right. It's free money. Put it in. Make your bets. We'll give you – they double it. Isn't that right? Double it up to five hundred. Half double it. Half double it. Excuse me. Half double it up to $500. You put in $500, they will give you $750. That's all there at mybookie.com. The code is free money. I used my bookie just a couple days ago to lose on Monday Night Football. You can use it to win. Mybookie.com. Promo code is free money. If you've never gambled before, this is the way to do it. It's safe. It's easy. It's effective. It's mybookie.com. Promo code free money. And uh, if you want to feel safe, they have a lot of money in their pot because I keep giving them more and more. So if you're worried about getting paid out, they're good. I keep giving them money every weekend. Yeah, they're not going to run out of cash as long as Drew Franklin is part of it. Uh, they're not. You said your wife is there. Is she mad that it's like vacation and you're like hanging out with your internet friends? No, she's like, really? You're going to go out, leave the beach to do a podcast? So I was like, yeah. Well, listen, I told my agent, I was like, I can't keep talking to you. Jay and Lyndon is on, at the beach, and I'm not going to make him wait anymore. And he goes, who's Jay and Lyndon? And I was like, don't worry about that. You should listen to my show more, and you would know. It was part of my overall complaint. My agent sometimes doesn't know what I'm doing. I'm like, if you listen more, you know about Jay and Lyndon, and it would all be fine. I'm sure he was impressed. <laughs> he was very impressed. All right. Uh, what, what's up? Go to the pros. What's up this week? I got to give you my restaurant. I thought, oh, you okay. What's your restaurant in Louisville? Go for it. Now, I, and I'd be curious if you've ever been there. Ollie's Trolley. Like, it's an actual trolley on 3rd Street, and they have greasy cheeseburgers and awesome fries. It's, it's a cool place to go. Go. It's good. And, it, and it, like, there's always a line. Like, it, always. Like it's, it's, always. My dad like, took me there as a wee young lad, and it's been there a long time. It's, it's really good. Yeah, I have not been because I hate lines. But uh, I, do, I, I do like the idea of a trolley that has food. I will say along those lines, what's the name of the, the, the seafood place that the woman runs out of her truck? You know what I'm talking about, Jay? It's out there sort of on the west end, but she'll drive it around. Is, it, call is it Seafood Lady? Seafood Lady, that's right. Uh, Lexington just got one of those a couple months ago. So, same, oh, same, same woman, she opened a Lexington spot. Does she have like a, a, a place, like an in-place person, or does she do a like a food truck? I don't, I don't know if it's a truck or uh, you go in. I think it's just a small building. You probably just go up to a window, but I'm guessing. Dude, I, I highly – so Ollie's Trolley, I like. Seafood Lady is awesome. Like, she'll, like, they run out of food. She only makes like – from what somebody told me, she only makes as much as like she feels like doing that day and she doesn't feel like doing anymore. She stops. And if they're out, then just deal with it. That's kind of how it works, which I like that attitude as well. Actually, I think I'm about to blow your mind real quick. I'm pretty sure she is in Kroger Field this football season. Yeah. Really? She's at the concession stand. She posted – I follow her on Instagram. She posted that yesterday. She said, come see us at UK football game serving the best seafood. No. So what? 
She's blowing up. Big ups to you, seafood lady. Like, yeah, I remember when you were just the lady with the seafood, and now you're uh, getting it done. All right, Jay, what's our pros? We got Phil Steele's four-star lock of the week. Miami Dolphins and Arizona coming off the bye week after their big win. Arizona is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going Arizona. I don't think two is good yet. I mean, I know they won last week, but, like, he didn't do anything. Like, they got, like, two defensive touchdowns. They ran a kickback. So, they, had, they were up 28-7 to seven on the Rams, and then and three of the touchdowns wasn't, weren't the offense. And then they just didn't do anything. So, I don't know that two is good yet. I do think Kyler Murray's good. I, I really hate Cliff Kingsbury because he thinks he's so handsome and he's not as handsome as he thinks. But nevertheless, uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take Arizona to cover. What do you got? Uh, I like Arizona for those same reasons. So I'll just say, have, have you heard from your uh, your sources in the NFL about Lynn Bowden? Is he going to get any looks in in Miami? Is it, is it just is it the one play? Is that all he's been on all year? Oh, I've seen him. I've heard. I've heard they've had issues. I think the Miami coach believes in him, but I've heard that there's a, a lot of concern just about his sort of being all the way engaged. It's going to be a real shame if it doesn't work. I mean, honestly, if it doesn't work in Miami, nobody's going to give it. I mean, like, you get, he's getting a second shot already. Um, but I, I have heard the coaching staff there believes in him. I know Mark Stoops has been in conversations with them, so uh, hopefully that'll work itself out. But, I, you know, I don't know. Jay, what do you got? You know, Miami's kind of been on a heater, but it, compared to, like, playing craps, like, uh, they're getting ready to crap out. I think Arizona, here's the pick, and guess who else likes Arizona? Phil has Arizona about 14. That's right. So, Phil, so this is all four of us. We'll call this the NFL Fantastic Four play, and that means if all four of us are in, I like Arizona. I'm going to pair this with my Darshak Michigan play, for a fantastic Darshak night of the of the two of them together, because I really like Arizona a lot. This week. It's getting really hard to keep up with the names of all these bets. Hell yeah, fantastic Darshak. What else do you need? Next game, uh, Phil's two-star pick of the week is Denver at Atlanta. Atlanta's a four-point favorite. Couldn't make me bet on this game. There's not a scenario. Why? I mean, I, both these teams, I don't know. I was going to bet on Denver, and then I remembered Drew Locke's dance last week when, when he won. That was a really terrible dance. But I have a rule. I don't bet on the Falcons ever in any scenario, so I will take Denver to do whatever it is they have to do to win the bet. What was the spread again? Four. I still think Atlanta is much better, and it's just been a string of bad Atlanta luck. I'm going to take the Falcons here. I'm, I'm probably going to regret it, and this time next week we'll be laughing that I took the Falcons, but I'm going to believe in them. I, I just – I'm with Matt. I, I wouldn't bet this game if you paid me, and if I'm getting four, just give me Denver. Hey, J.D., have you ever – I know you've not been here, but do you know how many mirrors are in this house that I'm in right now? Is that your house in the Highlands? No, no, this is, this is, this is the apartment in, in, uh, oh, in Lexington. Lexington. I, I just want to show you. I mean, this is I, – I, I just stay here. This is not mine. But I just want – I want you to see how many mirrors are in this place. Okay. Th I'm going into the restroom here for you, Jay. This is for you to see. We're going into the bathroom. On <laughs> That's another floor. bad reference. Look at this. Will you, will you look at that? 
So, okay, I'm going to tell you this. Shout out to my deceased Meemaw, who, uh, straight from Ireland, she had a house with that many mirrors, and she bought it from a couple who were clowns. And that's why they had so many mirrors. So maybe clowns lived there before you. Nice. Here's the thing. I want you to look at this. The bathtub, the bathtub is right here with a mirror on the ceiling. True, I didn't want to see that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just telling you, this place, the amount of mirrors in this place is truly unbelievable. And I just felt like, I mean, Drew knew that. I just felt like you didn't know, Jay, and you needed to know. We could probably make some extra money putting your, your place on Airbnb. <laughs> oh, I do. oh, no kidding. Probably for like movie shoots. You could go. <laughs> I, I did tell Drew this in the break. I think I, whatever I have or haven't contributed to the show, I have brought our furthest person that downloaded the podcast and, and commented to me. One of my buddies lives in Shanghai, China, and wow. he has downloaded the Free Money podcast. So shout out Larry and Heather Schwartz in Shanghai, China, who I visited last May in the Shanghai. When you told me he was in Shanghai, China, I could have guessed his name was Larry Schwartz. That's definitely who I thought would have thought would have been in Shanghai, China. It's my good friend Larry Schwartz. While, while we're doing shout outs, Jay and I, uh, you know, we got off on that rock, rocky start back at Cal's house way back in the day. Uh, but we learned we have the same favorite beer, too. Uh, should, we, should we do a free plug for what is it? Yeah, go for it. No, what's it called? So I know it's it's against Citra the grain, down. and it's called the beer is called Citra Ass Down. And it's one of my favorite beers in Drew. So what, you're telling me you don't like puns, and your favorite beer is Citra Ass Down? Really? It's a good beer too. Very hoppy. Everyone should try it. By the way, UT Big Hair at KS Bar today goes what kind of beer selection do you have here and i'm like you know i don't drink beer so i'm like i don't know but i think we have a lot i think we got pretty much everything you want and he walked in and he came back out and i was like did you find something he goes you don't have dos equis and i was like is that what's required to me <laughs> like you're a beer aficionado if you don't have dos equis that's the thing that just like i don't know i felt like do dos equis is a pretty common thing like who does who's like you gotta have dos equis Jalapeno's next door. Yeah, I'm sure they have it. All right, what's next? All right, so I, I read this today. Um, I write down the lines on Sunday and then see how they move. So in the NFL, when the line is moved toward the underdog, the underdog's 38 and 18 against the spread. Okay. So this game is pretty interesting. Baltimore is at Indianapolis. Baltimore starts as a three-point favorite. It's down to one and a half. Yeah. It's a good statistic. I like it. I'm taking Baltimore. I think they were embarrassed last week. I think people are way too hard on Lamar. But people hold Lamar Jackson to a standard. They don't hold anyone else to. Like, he, like people are like, hey, he was MVP last year. He's not been the best player this year. Well, I mean, what, is he the fourth best player? Like, give him a break. So, I think – I think Baltimore wins. I think they need to show they've played two good teams this year and lost to both of them. I think they got to win one. I'm taking Baltimore. I, I think for the very same reasons, I'll take Baltimore. But 
Indy's for real. And I, as a Titans fan, I'm worried about him. If, if Baltimore had won last week, I might have gone the other way. But I think there's a little more motivation to come out and have a good game. So I'm also going Baltimore. I'm actually going to bet this, but I'm betting Indianapolis. I, when, I, when a spread moves like this, I, I pay attention to it. And there's a reason it's moved like this. There's been some money bet on Indy. Follow the money. I'm taking Indianapolis. All right. The, the next game, the epic matchup. Matt Jones versus Drew Franklin. Chicago is at Tennessee this week. Right now, Tennessee is a six-point favorite, 46-and-a-half wow. over under. Wow. That, that surprised me there that much. First of all, I'm going to be at that game. Hubby and I, after our Tennessee-Arkansas game, are going to go to Bears-Titans. It will be the first Bears game I've attended in person. Uh, since the couple times I've seen him against the Bengals, all of which they lose. Um, so I'm excited about it. I've got my new Khalil Mack uh, jersey ready, so that should help the Bears uh, a lot. I'm going to throw things at Drew's picture uh, that is hanging on at the stadium. When I see it, I might, uh, you know, draw uh, rabbit ears on his head. But uh, I don't know if the Bears will win. But every game the Bears have played in this year, every single one of them has been close. Are you telling me this one's not going to be close? I mean, every game's been close. So why is this one not going to be close? Our quarterbacks are collectively just horrendous. But I think they're going to do good enough that we cover, so I'll take the Bears. Uh, we all know I'm a Titans homer, but I'm pretty confident in Bears plus six here. The Titans' defense is terrible. Somehow they've been winning shootouts. Uh, their wins have all been close games. They've had to rely on the offense. They made some defensive adjustments right before the trade deadline, but I don't expect it to be much better in this game. I think Bears cover. I, I don't know that I could bet this game, but I could tease this game. I would tease the Bears plus 12 here. Um, Me too. But I, I'll, I'll go with Chicago here. But um, that, uh, to me, it's a great NFL game to tease. As much as Drew and I have mended our fences through the podcast, I did not – I asked him when he came on what games he wanted to do, and I did not want to do this game, but I'm going to do it because Drew wanted to do it. Pittsburgh at Dallas. And, you know, this is the difference, Ben, in, with foot, NFL football and college football. Arguably the worst team in the NFL versus the best team in the NFL. And – the spread is 14. I have no idea. 14. Well, I was going to guess. 14. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, you know, that is crazy that it's always 14. Here's what's even crazier. I bet Dallas. I think Dallas stays within 14. I don't think they win. But this is a game. This is that Fox. I think it's a 430 game or whatever, or CBS 430. I know exactly how this game's going to play out. It's going to be like 13 to 6. And Dallas will have a drive at the end. Who's Dallas playing at quarterback? Because didn't they say they're not going to play Ben Danucci or whatever his name is? It's it's down to Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush. Who is Garrett Gilbert? Uh, well, Matt, it's funny you ask. He did good things with the Orlando Apollos of not even the XFL, the other league where they just left all their luggage in the hotel. Uh, that's where he was last seen. But they've yes. seen good things out of him this week. Or it will be Cooper Rush. Guys, I mean, like, he was their third string. Like, you only have three quarterbacks. So, where did they find these guys? Uh, well, Cooper Rush, the other guy they're considering, has been a long-time practice squad guy. He had just gone to the Giants and then came right back. 
I mean, they're literally anyone in the building that has thrown a football before has an opportunity. You got to feel bad. Like if you're Ben DiNucci, you're like, you're literally going to pick people that like haven't ever been here and are named Garrett. You're over me. And they're like, yes. Surprisingly, the James Madison seventh round quarterback is not able to get it done. So I don't know. Still- if you, I don't know if you actually watched DiNucci, but he could have thrown 20 interceptions. He was throwing it sidearm and trying to make some backyard plays. I think they wanted to get away from that. So did they cut him? Yes. Oh, they cut him. Did they not, Jay? I, th- I believe they did. They had to make room for all the other guys. Because Andy, uh, Andy Dalton was maybe going to be back from concussion, and now he's on COVID list. Damn, that is quite to get cut after one game. Um, all right, well, I'm still taking Dallas. What do you got? Yeah, uh, like actually, they're, they're 0-8 against the spread. I've bet it all eight times. You know, I'm, at this point, I'm committed, guys, because the moment I don't do it, they will, and I can't live with that. So I'm just going to have to keep riding this wave. Uh, I did hear a, a fun stat I can't repeat perfectly because I forgot it, but it basically is these are the games where Mike Tomlin sucks when he's a heavy favorite against a crappy team. Mike Tomlin, big games, you want to bet on him, but in games like these, not so much. So there is a little bit there to Pittsburgh coming out flat. I wish this was like UK in years past where I could move on to Dallas Cowboys basketball, but there's that's not a thing. Um, I would tease Pittsburgh down to eight here. Um, I'll just take Pittsburgh because I, I maybe it'll give me some mojo You're for Dallas. Ugh. Did you cut Danucci? I don't know that they cut Danucci. They may have. I, I really haven't paid attention to it. Well, I mean, they had to have room to have all these other quarterbacks. Yeah. Well. Let's do, uh, let's do two more. The, the ambulances here make me worried something's going to happen. All right, New Orleans is at Tampa Bay, and I'm going to be right down the street from this. Um, Tampa Bay is a four-point favorite right now. <sighs> Tampa Bay is a four-point favorite. Yeah, so, so – who won the first one? New Orleans won the first one. So, I like Tampa Bay big in this one. I wasn't really impressed with New Orleans when the Bears played them. Bears should have won that game, and the Bears played terribly, to be honest with you. So, uh, I'm going to take Tampa to win and cover. Uh, I kind of think Tampa's the real deal. I'm also going to take Tampa to win and cover. They've been a lot of fun to watch. I, I think they're a good team. I, I think they win and cover here for sure. I think that Antonio Brown plays, he scores a touchdown here, and I think – Tampa Bay is big here. I'd, I'd go big on them here. I agree. I actually really like this. This would be my NFL play of the week would be Tampa Bay. So let's call it our NFL play of the week. How about we do this? $5 daily racing form play of the week. Because at KS Bar tomorrow and Saturday, you can get a daily racing form for $5. That's $6 off the cover price for the Breeders' Cup. So if you would like a daily racing form for the Breeders' Cup, $5 Friday and Saturday during the day, and we will call this the daily racing form, $5 daily racing form play of the week. Drew, do me a favor and put that $5 thing on the site at some point today. All right? Okay. I will be studying the Breeders' Cup tomorrow like it's a final exam in college. I'm fired up to, to, to watch it. Why don't you come get a $5 uh, racing form? I, I'm going to do that for sure. No, you're not. You're, oh, that's right. You're in Florida. I was being halfway serious. I forgot you were in Florida. If you were, if you had been in Florida, hadn't been in Florida, I would have told you to come to our where we're giving all that money away. By the way, yeah, I, didn't well. know, 
come to that. that normally on Friday at 2.30, there's not that many people there. So sure, I don't know if people are going to come, but it feels like to me, if people don't, if we don't get a lot of people there, like we're just going to be handing people, like somebody could come there and get walk away with two grand. Yeah, I would expect a pretty big turnout. I mean, to just show up and happy hour and potentially make $500, I think a lot of people will take advantage of that. I hope so. It's, I mean, it's a hell of a deal. I hope people use it. But go ahead. Last game, um, and this is kind of a rarity while I'm picking this one. Two teams coming off a of bye week. Houston at Jacksonville. Houston's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. So Jacksonville has, like, Mike Glennon, I think, is starting at quarterback. The dude with the big long neck, you remember? Uh, he, I think Gardner Minshew broke his feet or something. Um, well, I think they – didn't they say, like, something was wrong with his feet for, like, a long time? I don't know. Anyway, um, so I, that's why Houston's a six-point favorite because that feels like a weird spread for Houston to be that much of a favorite. As weird as it is, I actually don't think Houston's that bad. I think they've lost a lot of games kind of weirdly. Um, so I'm going to take Houston to cover Jacksonville here. Um, but uh, this is a game I would not watch. Uh, I didn't know anything about Gardner Minshew's foot concerns, feet concerns, but God, these teams are so bad. They're both one and six. I, I guess I'll take the Texans, but they're bad, both of them. I'm going to take Houston here, but I, the over-under is 50-and-a-half. I, I think I would go under on that one. Oh, yeah. That's a good under. 50-and-a-half? Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a lot, actually. Actually, that would be my pick here is the under. Why don't we just say, screw the game. Why don't we just – do we all agree to pick the under for this? For this? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. All right. Look at that. That's a good one. That's our, uh, uh, our under – I don't know. I can't think of anything clever. I, I ran out of stuff. You know what? I, I was like, I was got up this morning, was on Canadian radio, and I don't, I don't have anything else. So, um, so Jay, any more? What are you gonna do for the rest of vacation? You got uh, a little nude sunbathing? Like, what's happening? Drew, he's talked a lot about nude and sex today, but I'm actually going kayaking tomorrow. I'm excited Kay about this. Are you are you good at that, or are you like going where somebody's doing it? Like, are you going like? Is that something you do a lot? Yes, every vacation in Florida we kayak. Really? So, like, are you a good kayaker? Uh, I'm as good as – yeah, I'm good. I mean, that's that, – it's okay to brag, Jay. I mean, like, it, there's nothing wrong with saying, yes, I'm a – I mean, I'm not a good kayaker. So, you know, you know, Shannon Canoes. Shannon Canoes. There's a pun in there somewhere. Well, I'll figure that one out later. <laughs> Remember one day he just dropped that on the show. He was like, yeah, I canoe. And I was like, when? And he goes, all the time. And I said, I've never heard you talk about canoeing. And I still don't really believe he canoes a lot, but he actually owns a canoe and does canoe. I like when I say something directly to Jay and he just looks at me like this. Like, it, there's just silence. Like, I'm trying to relate to him on some sort of water sports level, and he's just not having it, Drew. There's just no comment coming back. It's a, it's a lot to process. I like to kayak more than I do canoe. How about that? What's I don't know what the difference is. Kayak, you have kayak, you have like the, uh, the one, on each, that, one on each side. Canoe, you usually have a partner, and you're doing one side. I see. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, uh, Drew, you and I will be there tomorrow for the Breeders' Cup. Uh, Shannon and Ryan are going to do Saturday. What are you doing on your off weekend? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm not sure. 
weather's supposed to be nice, so probably something outside. Okay, well, good. Well, I wish you the best. Uh, thank you, folks, very much for listening to Free Money Podcast. Don't uh, follow, uh, you probably follow me and Drew. Let's tell you how to follow uh, Jay. How do you follow Jay? It's like Big Blue Goose. Big Blue Goose, at Big Blue Goose on Twitter, Jay and Lyndon. At Big Blue Goose. He posts our best picks there in case you somehow can't remember all the names of them, uh, you know, as you, as you get home. So thank you folks very much for listening, and we will see you next week.